This is the Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. What did you learn this weekend? Gary's been brushing up on his map reading skills, and it sounds like he might have a test. What? I don't know. Some kind of map reading test this Friday. Gosh, remember when you didn't have a phone and you actually had to use a paper map to travel? How did... No. How, how did, did re- people get places? How did people, like, stay in relationships? How did they not get into more car accidents when they were looking at a map? Yeah, yeah. The whole thing. The whole thing. Especially, like, when you'd go super rural. Like, right. Some of those back roads, like, the maps don't do a very good job of breaking things down. Understandably so in, like, BF nowhere. Also, whenever there was a new road added people got a new map sent to their house i just don't remember how yeah, it all yeah. worked anyway good uh, job gary i learned this weekend that i i think i need to drop a sport because i've added being really into the nfl this year okay it's, yeah and there's way too many games well it's just all day sunday and it's the best i loved it yesterday was such a lazy awesome day but <laughs> on uh, saturday i watched the jays game which went to extra innings so that was like a five hour plus game and then I watched uh, some of the Elks and Riders on Friday night because so I like the you're CFL. Saying you have butt sores. Well, it's just I already <laughs> consumed so much sports, including like golf. I'll watch it when it's a big tournament. Um, I can't just add the NFL and not detach. I got to say goodbye to something else. I don't think that's how it works. I think once you're in, you're in. I yeah. want. I would actually love to know if there are any of our listeners that relate to Ryder. Are you finding yourself just sitting and watching TV because you're so interested in every game? And I think the gambling and how it's been glorified more mm-hmm. and more every year doesn't help. Well, that's it. I, I got a ticket on tonight's game. Of course game. you do. If, if the Browns win tonight, I got like 140 bucks coming my way. And usually you wouldn't care about the Browns. No. But no. here we are. Yeah, so I don't know which sport should I drop watching because NHL's just about to fire up. You can't drop the Elks. First of all, you work for them. Yeah, no, I don't want to drop them. they're crushing it right now. They're so fun to watch. So what's got to go? I think, like, baseball, if the Jays don't make playoffs, I just have to completely ignore baseball playoffs this year. You wouldn't care anyway if the Jays were out. Uh, Okay, what did I learn this weekend? If you eat big sandwiches, your lip will never heal. That's what I learned. Is that, it affects cold sores, doesn't it? It's not a cold sore. Oh, sorry. I just. So what I think happened, because I have very sensitive skin, is about a week ago, I ate an overheated pizza bite. Of course. And it the cheese dropped and burnt my lip. It got you. And so it blistered. Yeah. And then now you make keeps... me laugh a lot. So it busted open and now it won't heal. I've been putting Vaseline on it. Like it's my full-time job. And over the weekend, I ate a big sandwich and it busted it back open. Don't stare at it like that. You can hardly tell that it's there. It's so bad. I know. I wore red lipstick for like a week. (laughs) (laughs) Have you tried black? (laughs) Who remembers Rotten.com? Quick poll on the text line. 780-784-7107. You were unsupervised. You were uncircumcised. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Honestly, wouldn't be surprised if like that those were the kind of images that were on that website. They, yeah, I'm sure they were at some point. We were unsupervised. Mm-hmm. It was the 90s. 
and we would all gather in somebody's computer room after school and we'd scroll through rotten.com and the thing about rotten.com if you don't remember if or if you kind of remember is you go to the home screen and everything had kind of clickbaity um headlines and you didn't see a picture way before their time exactly yeah and you'd click on it and then it would slowly load yeah the yeah. most disturbing photo you've ever seen so it'd be like want to see somebody whose femur is sticking out of their skin exactly and then you'd click it and it was just all really nasty stuff yep. like that like people dying mm-hmm. uh, there were like celebrities that they would show them after they had passed we don't know if it was real but like i remember chris farley yeah there were photos of that Princess Die, which apparently ended up being fake, but we were way too young to be just having free access to the World Wide Web in the 90s in the computer room. It's interesting you bring it up because, uh, yeah, back then, unless the computer teacher was like a super savvy computer person, which they didn't really exist that much back then, like uh, you could get away with it. All like as soon as you close your browser, you were set. There was no memory stored of what sites you'd been to. It seemed like, like no no kids ever got busted for using Rotten.com no, that I like, remember. We would be at somebody's house after school, and parents weren't home from work yet. So we just had free reign of the internet, and we would all gather around and just be like, <gasps> "But I feel like it has, in a way." Uh, traumatized us, but also desensitized a lot of us. Because, like, why was I looking at photos of dead bodies when I was... 12. 11. Yeah. 10. <laughs> like, that's not right. So a lot of people texting in saying, yep, I remember Rotten.com. Disgusting. People are texting in photos specifically that are burned into their memory, which we don't need to get into. So the reason you bring this up is you saw a meme floating around this weekend and you posted it and it just got so much feedback that yeah. you're like, oh my God, so many people must have had Rotten.com as like part of their weekly schedule. Exactly. So I posted it on our Instagram, Grandplay107YEG. Make sure you're following us along there. And basically it's a photo of a little kid sitting at a computer and it says, therapist, where do you think some of this trauma began? And then it's the photo of me unsupervised in 1996 looking at Rotten.com. <laughs> and then it went right up until like 2010 or something probably. Yeah, and then they shut it down. Which doesn't exist anymore. Apparently they were just dealing with lawsuit after lawsuit of people like cease and desisting saying like, that's my cousin. Can you please take down the picture of him getting decapitated yeah, by a rope? Exactly. And it was way ahead of its time when it came to death pools. Like, oh, yeah, you, you didn't actually win any money. You would just get, like, quote-unquote internet, internet points. points. Yeah. And you would guess who's going to die next, and they'd have, like, a list, like a poll. Like, what? But to us, we were just like, yeah, the internet's awesome. But you look back, and it's just morbid. Well, my other question with it was, were they able to monetize back then? Like, I don't know how If it you worked. got a certain amount of clicks, because I don't remember like ads being a thing back then on web pages. Well, I think they had Rotten.com and they had Gore.com and then Al Gore bought it. Okay, interesting. I actually don't know if that's true. Uh, yeah, you just wonder, <laughs> like, were they, were the creators of Rotten.com filthy rich or were they just like, was this a passion project? Were they just like freaks? I think probably they were just free. Does anyone? Okay, I'm not gonna go go into detail, but okay. Oh God. Okay. She's getting specific. We're going there. Who remembers Ron.com specifically? The girl in the bathtub. 
Oh my god. Did she die in the no. water and then like her organs all no. got big? She was still alive. But no. You don't you clearly you don't know because as soon as I say girl in the bathtub, if you know, you know. Okay, well you I know, don't you know. know. Tub girl! You look at all the texts rolling in. Who remembers Tub Girl? I do. Ryder is risking it all. He could get fired because of this. We were just talking about Rotten.com, and Ryder didn't know what I was referencing when I said, who remembers the girl in the tub? I don't think we should be talking about this just based on like your reaction and the text line being like, oh my God, tub girl. We all remember, except for Ryder. So Ryder has this weird FOMO right now, and he's Googling it on a work computer. No, I... Do it. It's not available just on images, and I can't dig deeper than this. I mean, I guess he had to be there. Well, I guess I just missed it. Check it when I get home. <laughs> You're not going to be able to find it, probably. Um, but it, it got us thinking, and thanks to everyone for texting in so early. It truly does mean the world to us, especially on a Monday. Like, dang, thank you. But it got us wondering, off air, what are kids Googling? Because yeah, is this there a was, site that we're unaware of that they're checking out now? Our parents had no idea we were all on Rotten.com. There's no, they would have shut it down immediately. But also it was the 90s. Parents weren't home until what, five? We were home from school at three. Yeah, I'd We had be, two hours to watch Maury and go on Rotten.com. I grew up on a farm with really slow internet. So I'd have an opportunity to click like maybe two pictures in that hour and a half window. Big story over the weekend that broke was that uh, Mike Babcock has resigned. As it, the coach for the... Columbus Blue, Blue Jackets. Blue yeah. Jackets. You may recognize the name. He uh, was the head coach of the Maple Leafs for a, a while. Uh, Long-time Detroit Red Wing, Red Wing head coach. Won a bunch of Stanley Cups with them. Dang. I, I believe he was the head coach of Team Canada when we won in Vancouver. Maybe even in Russia. So, yeah, he's a, he's got a storied past. But part of his past is that he's like a bully with his players, and he's ruthless. So he sat down some of the players even before the season started, and he said, I want to get to know you a little bit better. Can I look through your photos and your phone? And this got around to um, Biz Nasty and what's his name, Ryan Whitney? Yeah. And they do a podcast, and they were just like talking about it and saying, like, that's kind of messed up. And then it blew up. It got back to the NHL, and he's now resigned. Yeah, there was a privacy invasion allegation um surrounding him so it looked like they were going to actually do some digging and see what the truth was and he just resigned can you imagine if your boss sat you down one-on-one -on -one and they were already a very intimidating person to begin with there was a lot of money on the line you care about your job a lot you really want to get out there and do your thing and they're like well first can i look through your photos you'd freeze even if you had nothing in there yeah. that's bad it's like when you go shopping and you don't buy anything and you leave and you feel guilty because you're like i didn't steal anything like, you just automatically feel weird. Well, it's your personal space, really. Like, I don't need my boss looking at... I'm just going to look through my photos right now. To... Oh, what's yeah, the first be one there? Uh, a zoomed-in photo um, of a cold sore. Like, not mine, but, like, from the internet, because... See? Like, why do I have to explain myself? Exactly. This Super is terrible. Strange. This was your idea. I know. So, coming up, <laughs> we have the top seven things... <laughs> If you knew this was coming. It was, by the way, it was a cold sore from the internet. I wasn't like zooming in on someone I know is cold okay. sore. I'm serious.
So, yeah, the top seven at seven coming up. The top seven things players could have saved in their camera roll to mess with Mike Babcock (laughs) if they knew this was coming. Okay, yeah, get in on this if you have a suggestion. Here's another list of seven somethings. It's Ryder and Lisa's top seven at seven. All right, you may have heard the story. NHL coach Mike Babcock back in the NHL, given another opportunity after getting pushed out of Toronto. Signed with the Columbus Blue Jackets and before their season even starts, had to resign because he was pulling players into the office apparently and asking to see their phones so he could go through photos to get to know them better. Uh, not really a play that you want to make in 2023. No, no. Like I think 10 years ago, you could probably get away with this. I don't know if the... But even then, like everyone had a flip phone. Wait, no. How long have iPhones been a thing? 10 years. 10 years, okay. yeah. Okay. I was going to say, they'd be, like, blurry. <laughs> so if I was a player and I heard that this was happening and I knew I was going to go into the office, I think I would take the opportunity to mess with Mike Babcock. Yes. By saving pictures of random stuff in my phone. So here are the top seven things players could have saved in their camera roll. Just to mess with Just him. to mess with him. At number seven, we have furries. Uh, so lots of mascot options there. Maybe some zoom-ins of Hunter's abs, the Oilers mascot. Probably mess with them a bit. Yeah. At number six, we have Tub Girl from Rotten.com. Yeah, if you know, you know, we were talking about this earlier on the show. So if you're like, oh, I feel left out. Well, you don't listen to our show early enough. Set an alarm. 6 a.m. Listener Club knows. Yeah, that's what's up. At number five, nothing. Like to just to zero have photos. absolute zero photos. That would be a really strange thing to see that somebody had. Oh, you've never taken a picture? Just to screw with them. That'd be a super inconvenient thing to do, though. Yeah. Then, like, well, you put them in the cloud. I, sure. However that works. Uh, and number four, for the top seven things players could have saved in their camera roll to mess with Coach Mike Babcock, pictures of Mike Babcock. <laughs> I love all the texts that are rolling in. Family vacation photos with his face photoshopped yeah. over the dad's face. Awesome. Um, yeah, and I love this one, Taylor. Like, not just a couple, like hundreds. So he feels just as uncomfortable as he's making his yeah. players feel. Exactly. At number three, so many soccer pictures. I don't get it. Well, he's a hockey coach, and he'd just be like, what's with all the soccer pictures? And then be like, that's my true passion. (laughs) At number two, we have uh, feet. Lots of pictures of feet. (laughs) And number one, way to screw with Mike Babcock. If anybody wants a picture of my foot, my nickname is Marilyn Monteau, because I have a little mole on one of my feet. Toes? Little. It is little. The hairy it's one? It's not hairy. It's cute. And uh, at number one, for things players could have saved in their camera roll, just to mess with Mike Babcock when he demanded to see their phones, uh, pictures of Mike Babcock's spouse. Yeah. Yeah, just a ton of pictures of his wife. And just be like, sorry, I just think she's so hot. Or like, oh, I actually don't know how those got in there. <laughs> Man, it feels like the... School system is uh, on a bad track. I mean, if you're a teacher and you're listening to the show right now, would love to know your opinion on this. How are we doing so far in the school year? How many weeks are we in? Just a few. Yeah. On a scale of one to f- five. Nobody does this. I know. Just... I, as soon as I said that, I was like, this seems wrong. On a scale of one to ten. On let's try that. On a scale of one to ten. Yeah. Actually, let's go zero to ten. How are we feeling? Stress level. Mm-hmm. So this, 
What? Well, now what are you asking? Like, if somebody comes in with a nine, are you going to think they're doing That they're great? super stressed. That they're super stressed. So zero would be you're just oh, chill. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. That was confusing. Yeah, let's not even do that part. Uh, let's just get back into the fact that we're on a slippery slope. It seems like every year with, uh, obviously, the growing population, yeah. uh, that class sizes continue to get bigger, and it doesn't seem like there's any government officials that care about that. Yeah. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger. How like, many students do our teacher listeners have this year? Like 45? 30 plus per classroom. And like I was reading one um, one teacher on Reddit Edmonton that wrote like a a fairly passionate plea for like help or just like wants to leave the profession. I get tech. I have a teacher in my group chat mm. and we hear from her maybe once a day and she'll be like, sorry, I've just got home from work and it's like 8 PM. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Like she my- hasn't sat down or looked at her phone yet today. The number that blew me away the most was that uh, my daughter's gym class is all of the grade sevens combined, it's 110 kids. But they have two or three gym teachers. Don't I don't they? know. If you had a volleyball game with 110 kids, chances are you're not touching the ball all game. So, like, it's absolutely <laughs> pointless. I, I mean, feel if like they I do- would like that as a student because I hated gym class. Right. I would love if the teachers, like, barely knew my name. I'd be like, yes! Yeah, they must separate them at some point. That's but. what the problem is, though. Like, there shouldn't, it shouldn't be a situation where the teachers are like, what's that kid's name? Right. Yeah, and there's, there's just so many. So I want to read this as just kind of a wake-up call, because it hit me pretty hard when I read it this morning. Uh, once again, this is from Reddit. A teacher wrote here in Edmonton, Our education system is in shambles. My job is a nightmare. I have never had so much anxiety in my life. I cry on my way to work. Oh, no. This field, much like... Um, our other publicly funded infrastructure is unsustainable in its current state, and it's only getting worse. There's no funding. There's no help. I have a class with over 30 kids, all with complex needs. There are kids with severe ADHD and learning disabilities, mm-hmm. new refugees to Canada, yep. English language learners. Okay. Um, nobody is getting what they need from me. I am stretched thin, and there are no supports being offered to me from my admin or the board. I am told this is just the reality of education now. Mm-hmm. I'm on the verge of a mental breakdown and would like to know, uh, sorry, and would like to leave the profession if I can. See, that's what scares me. What are we going to do when all the teachers get fed up to the point where they're like, I'm done. I'm out of here. Like their cortisol levels are like concerningly high, that it's a health um, concern to me, that I'm worried about their, yeah. uh, their physical and mental health. Can you imagine... Having over 30 kids, many of which have complex needs, in 2023 when a large majority of kids don't respect adults. Or like their parents or helicopter parents. So not only are you dealing with 32 kids, you're dealing with 32 times two parents. Potentially, yeah. In some cases. Uh, and then you got to go home and try it and... Uh, care for your own kids when they, you raise your voice at a kid in that situation and all of a sudden like you're in big trouble because you're not allowed to yell at kids anymore you're not allowed to like i'm not saying that the good old days of <laughs> my teacher who used to throw chalk brushes at us if yeah, we talked true and actually like wound kids that's not that's not okay necessary but it is 
got to be super tricky for these teachers to navigate right now. So just this post uh, really hit home and my thoughts are with anybody that's going to grind oh, out another man. week. We have so many teacher friends. So listen, if you're a teacher, if you're in the education uh, industry, just know that we are very aware of how hard it can be. Mm-hmm. And if you're a parent listening right now, take try, it easy. On try them. to have a little bit of empathy. Try at least try this first time texter. Thank you for listening to the show. I have 37 students in my high school science classes. They make labs quite difficult as they're meant for maybe 24 kids max. So imagine trying to even manage that, trying to get everyone to actually learn properly. Well, especially with some of the like science projects that you're doing, the labs, like you're, you know, using scalpels yeah. or fire chemicals. or chemicals. Yeah. Paula wrote in saying, I'm um, wife of a teacher, 34 students in their class, nine out of 10 on the stress scale. I'm a third-year teacher in my 20s. I'm already planning on leaving before Halloween. Oh, the man. passion that so many of us have uh, when we went into this job is gone. I spend Sunday nights paralyzed with anxiety because I don't want to be back here in the morning. Thank oh. you for bringing attention to this. You know what? If you're a student listening right now and you're on your way to school, maybe make it your goal to be, be, a, good, be, be a good, a good student. student. Like, yeah. if you see the teacher is trying to get everyone's attention they're not listening step up and say can you all have some respect like do whatever you can to help them succeed because i'm just gonna get a wedgie no they're not not in 2023 that's not a thing okay my sister is a teacher and has been oh maybe it is let us know if that is still a thing in 1996 if i would have been like you guys be nice to the teacher i would have been hanging by my locker My sister's a teacher and husband for 20 plus years. She feels similar. She's a few years from retirement, but wants to quit early. It's sad because growing up, that's all she ever wanted to be. We used to play school at home. She was always the teacher. Now she's very stressed and feeling depressed. And it's sad because she, um, she wants her students to succeed. See, that's also the problem. Mm. They want these kids to have a great experience, but they need money. They need resources and we got a phone call that there's a new curriculum mm. on top of all the stress of having too many kids learning the new curriculum for the future of our country we need kids to be able to have the opportunity to excel in school as well like we we can't just rush everybody through and expect to continue to be a great country mm-hmm. if kids are coming out of you know high school not being able to read and things because they didn't have enough attention on them from teachers because they didn't have time like it's uh it's a lose-lose for everybody so we'll see what happens thank you uh so much for checking in if uh if we were able to you know make you feel like somebody's seeing you teachers yeah just know you're not or, alone yeah, because yeah. our text line blew up with other teachers and uh, parents that that understand so that's nice to see five simple words one thousand dollars it's Ryder and Lisa's 1K Wordplay. We have a very special guest in studio. <laughs> Where is he? There he <laughs> is, Jake Ryan. Yay! Well, morning, y'all. Man, so, that's a long day for you. Yeah, I tell you. Coming yeah. through here and then running the afternoon show. And the music, like this guy. Get him a coffee. Where's our assistant? You get him a coffee? We don't have an assistant. <laughs> Who are you yelling at? So it's the 1K payday double down is what we're calling it. So you get to play the regular round with either either Ryder or myself. Yes. And then you get to play again, sending Jake Ryan out of the room. We have Mel on the phone with her daughter, Faith. Are you ready to win some money? We sure are. Okay. okay. 
So, uh, as you heard, you get to play twice. Your first round is going to be either Lisa or myself. Who are you going with today? Yeah. I'm going to go with Lisa. Woo! Bye. All right. I'm going to start the timer as, uh, as soon as I give you the first word, okay? Sounds good. All right. Lisa is officially out of the room. Let's get this rolling. Your first word is throw. Ball. Smart. Brain. Deposit. Money. Shake. Uh, protein. Ooh, good one. And soccer. Ball. All right. Oh, you got two balls there. <laughs> I didn't mean to word it like that. Okay. Uh, let's get Lisa back in here to play. What happened? Nothing. I'll have to explain it after. Okay. Are we winning money at least? Yeah, big time. Okay, cool. They they ripped it up. Okay, Melon Faith. All right. What is the first word that comes to mind? When I say deposit. Money. Woo! 25 bucks. It's the first word that comes to mind when I say throw. Ball. It's 50 bucks. 50 bucks. What's the first word that comes to mind when I say smart? (sighs) Oh no. Would they say the opposite, or would they say something involving being smart? Oh, this is tough for me. I'm gonna go with... Dumb? Oh, it's so hard! That one was so hard for me. What what did they say? Brain. No. Oh, that's upsetting, but that's okay. Listen, we got a lot of money to give away The game is not over yet. What is the first word that comes to mind when I say soccer? Ball. Okay, so what we were laughing about was she answered ball to two things. Yeah. And the way I chose to word it was just ridiculous and unintentional. Okay. I was just like, oh, you got two balls oh, there. Yes, yeah, of course, anyway. Of course. And finally, what's the first word that comes to mind when I say shake? Milk. Uh, she went with protein. Oh! Okay, so we're at 75 bucks. You know what? We are not done. We could win a thousand and seventy-five bucks. Jake Ryan, are you ready to rip? I'm ready. Okay, you Jake. gotta leave the room. Okay. Jake has to leave. I'm good at that. <laughs> and we're gonna start the timer. And I I got words. You got the words this I time. Do. Yeah. Start the timer as soon as Lisa gives you that first word, okay? All right, Mel and Faith, let's do this. What is the first word that comes to mind when I say gum? Two. French. A language? Plastic. Bag. Guitar. Instrument. Stripes. Zebra. Great answers, Ooh, Faith. Yeah, Faith coming through. So, Mom, Melissa took the first round. Okay. Faith, the daughter, did the second. I, I like it. this. Okay. Oh, that's fast. <laughs> it was fast. Ooh. Jake Ryan, what is the first word that comes to mind when I say stripes? Zebra. Correct. What comes to mind when I say plastic? Bag. 50 bucks. Yes. What comes to mind when I say guitar? Strings. (gasps) Instrument. That's okay. That's okay. What are we at? How much money have we made? 
We are 50. at 50 bucks this this round, yep. What comes to mind when I say French? Immersion. Ooh. Language. Language, yeah. That's okay. Last but not least, what comes to mind when I say gum? Chew. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's so, the math here? 150 bucks. 75 first round, 75 second round. Ain't not bad. Awesome. Yeah. That's so great. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks Thank for playing, you. guys. Both of you did amazing. Okay, so it's Monday. We're warming up. Yeah. We're going to be giving away more money throughout the week with Jake Ryan every single weekday this week. I feel like there's proof there that the $2,000 double down mega prize is attainable. It we will is. get it. Yeah, you we'll think we're going to get it? I feel that this okay. week for sure. Okay, Me right too. on. I'm very excited about that. Okay, your next chance to play tomorrow morning. Listen for that cue to call at 7.50. I in, uh, invented with my ball team years ago something called sport beer. Ah, uh, yes, yes, I remember this. This is a big deal. Yeah. You actually, uh, my boyfriend at the time brought over like a six pack of beer or something and you just drank them all with everyone else because you needed that kind of beer to mix with Gatorade. And he was just like, all right. And you're handing them out to other people. It was probably like a 12 pack actually. Yeah. Yeah. That's because sports beer was big back then in my household. Sure. Uh, but now I'm noticing that there's this video gone viral of like, oh my God, Gatorade and beer mixed is so good together. You need to try it. And <laughs> it's like, gotten like, I did it first. It's got like 15 million views. And I've been sitting on this idea. I pitched it to a couple brewers to say, is there any chance you can, like, create, Make this brew a sport beer? Dude, I know what it's like to try and get your invention rolling. Because I thought that I invented headphones that um, you pull out of, like, a little container. And then you push a button and it, like, zips the cord back in so they don't get tangled. Kind of like a vacuum cord. Sure. And I like reached out to some people and they're like, those already exist. But like, I put a lot of, I put like hours into brainstorming how yeah. I make them look and stuff. Yeah, they're already a thing. And then AirPods came out. So like, who cares? Well, yeah, I'm glad you didn't invest a whole bunch of money into that four years ago. Exactly. But yeah, sport beer was, uh, was a thing and it is delicious. You can use any flavor of Gatorade. The problem that I came up with with the brewers where they said like Gatorade, Powerade, all those are trademarked. So we'd have to learn how to like brew our own sports drink. Okay, I laughed so hard at this tweet I saw over the weekend. It's like, yeah, after all of the mistakes I've made all weekend long and everything that I put in my body, this one Gatorade is going to cure it all. Yeah. <laughs> Sunday morning Gatorade. Maybe if you mix it with beer, it would. <laughs> anyway, try it. The cat's out of the bag. It's no longer my invention now. That, that sucks. The internet has just taken it and ran. None of us have unique thoughts. I guess not. So we're talking about missed opportunities. Maybe you invented something before somebody else actually got really rich off of it. Like maybe you put your hoodie on backwards and we're like, wow, this is super comfy. This is a, what are they actually called? Snuggies. The Snuggies infuriate me. Every time that there's an infomercial, mm -hmm. I get so angry. Like somebody got so rich, rich. off of those that Rich. concept yeah that's a house coat put on backwards the reason this comes up is because uh, my ball team back 20 years ago or so we used to all drink sport beer to start the day gatorade at ball tournaments yeah you'd st you'd just drink half your gatorade and then slowly you'd just add beer to it, it sounds nasty man. no no it's great i'd prefer beer and clam because it's like a vegetable Jeez. that's healthy you're obviously not a high-performing athlete 
You don't need to have tomato juice in you when you're running the bases at 8 a.m. Ryder, you know I get shin splints, so don't bring it up. Maybe it's because you're drinking clam and sodium them yourself out of... Sodium. No! <laughs> okay, so we're talking about missed opportunities, things that you like originally thought you invented. Mm-hmm. And I laughed so hard at Sarah's text from earlier. She said, I saw a video that called Gen Z the Christopher Columbus generation because they think they discovered everything. It's true. 17-year-olds are wearing puka shell necklaces. And they think that they think they're that the they first. Like, thought of it. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Carrie says, good morning. Back in the 60s, my dad and his buddy were in their 20s and really into cars. My dad's friend called my dad one night and said he had a fabulous idea. It was for a car service station that just did oil changes. And people could drive through, get it done without leaving their vehicle. Uh, my dad said, nah, that would never fly. Then came Mr. Lube. Dang, that hurts. That reminds me of a story of my old boss. Um, I just remember him going off one day about um, places that are just smoothie bars because they weren't a thing really before Booster Juice. And he's like, I came up with that. And I tried to pitch it to my business partner and he thought it was a dumb idea. And now look, everybody goes to the juice bars. Yeah. And it's true. I, uh, I feel like my buddy and I were really close to inventing Spotify. We even had the website purchased Ear Engine. Ear Engine. Was the name of it. And uh, yeah, we were just going to like stream music constantly. There'd be countdown shows. This was well before anything satellite radio. This was before streaming services. It was kind of just right after Napster. Mm -hmm. Napster and LimeWire. And we were like, man, what if there was just like a place you could go and you could even maybe even pick your song that you want to hear and you don't have to download it you can just listen to it mm. and then you know that life sucks. gets busy yeah we yeah. don't do it the worst part of this story he is now a multi multi-millionaire the guy that you were going to team up with for all the stuff that he has invented and like pushed through what the heck are you doing i don't know hanging out with you hey i'm Yeehaw. Very, i'm so motivating making fun of me we're saying sodiumed out. Well, well, it was silly. Don't get me started on another word you said in a story a couple minutes ago, too. You, like, stumbled a bit. No, I didn't. Your one job is to talk. Okay, Debbie wrote in saying, I came up with dry shampoo. I used baby powder in the 70s. <laughs> we all did. Awesome. So funny. Big. Rollerblades. I thought of them first. No, you. Well, they, they were invented first. well Sorry. before you were Sorry. born. Sorry. I thought of them. Before I had ever seen them. So I feel like that counts. Yeah, right. I was like, imagine if these shoes had wheels. Like roller skates that were invented in like the 1800s. So when you were a kid, you were never in the superstore and you'd see people rollerblading around because like all the employees used to wear rollerblades. No, my mom left me in the car unattended. (laughs) Then I was flipping the bird to strangers when I was like six. (laughs) (laughs) Who didn't do that? I mean, come on. We are talking about things that you're convinced you invented and then it just kind of got put on the back burner and then all of a sudden somebody else made a whole bunch of money off of what could have been your money. Yeah. So we got this text saying an electric nail filer. It was my grade 10 project. Dang, you'd think your teacher would be like, yo, yo. let's go. Yeah. Uh, this text here says I invented the fashion trend to wear sweats, leggings and heels back in 98. And I responded being like, oh, my gosh, Carrie Bradshaw copied you. Right? Because she would do that all the time in Sex and the City. 
this text says, I invented doggy suspenders to keep their boots up in the winter. At least in my mind, I did. This was about 10 years ago. My wife laughed at me. Everyone did. They always fall down. I go to check the internet a couple months ago and find out this is now legitimate. I could have bought Jimmy Buffett's empire. Instead, here I am driving to work with my peanut butter sandwich for lunch. Okay, I would actually love a peanut butter sandwich. That is a top-notch first-time texter. Thank you for that. That was a first-time texter? Yeah, I don't even have their names. Dang, we have the funniest listeners. Yeah, welcome to the team, funny texter. Mm Mm-hmm. We're going to be leaning on you now. Yeah, now you'll never hear the end of it. 780-784-7107. So way back in the day, I used to drive an 86 Ford Mustang hatchback, and I used to love driving around with a Slurpee and M&M peanuts. But in the summertime, the M&M peanuts would always melt, and I always used to think, why don't they have cooled cup holders? One day I'm going to invent cooled cup holders for cars so that I can cool my shit. And then if I have a coffee, I can turn it to hot to keep my coffee hot. And I just was 16 at the time and stupid and didn't know how to invent things. And here they are. Now cars have coolers and everything. They do? Cars have cooled cup holders? I think they do. Because they have coolers in the glove boxes now. Right. Yeah, I think that actually is true. I think they do. But if they don't, I don't know how to invent that kind of thing. No, I think it actually is a thing. Don't take it. No way. (laughs) What's your name? Ashley. We made some purchases recently. We did. Expensive purchases. It was my uh, ex-wife, actually, that motivated us. So she comes into the house, sits down. We're having coffee, sitting around. But she brings in her Stanley Cup all the time. Every time she comes she, over. She's not an NHL player, by the way. No. Not that kind like of Stanley the Cup. The drink. The, like, big mug, tumbler. The company Stanley. And she has it in her hand all the time. And I was like, what's the deal? Like, what are we doing here? She's like, I'm addicted to it. I'm so hydrated all day. And it motivated us. We were like, well, we want to be hydrated. Yeah, I you like I, I think I'm totally connected to drinking water if I have the right vessel. Exactly. You have to have a good vessel. If I like my the one that I've been drinking with for the past months, if I forget it, I just don't drink water that day. Exactly. Which is ridiculous. Or if like you don't care about your water bottle, it just ends up in the backseat. Yeah. On the ground, and it's rolling around collecting dirt, and then you it's gross. Then it kind of stinks, yeah. yeah. So the Stanley Cup fits perfectly in any cup holder in the car. This is not an ad, by no, the way. No, it's not. Absolutely not. I wish. How much did we pay for these suckers? 60 bucks each. 60 bucks? Here's what... Like, what are we doing? Justified spending $60 on a travel mug. <laughs> I knew if I paid $60 for one... You'd I take would take care of I it. I would take care of it. Yeah. I would use it. I would keep it on me all times. I want to know from our listeners who's listening right now that is like your um, water jug is an extension of your hand. Like you have it with you at all times. I've seen some very funny videos of people making fun of (laughs) us now. But like anybody that carries one of these Stanley (laughs) mugs around. Because they're huge. Because they're huge. Yeah. So people are doing like joke videos where they're like holding a Culligan bottle walking into meetings and things really funny super funny but that's who we are now we're both gonna have carpal tunnel in one wrist yeah but at least we'll be hydrated we'll be so we'll be glowing 780-784-7107 if you're already on that team just let us know that you're listening yep we want to know and also who thinks who's gonna stop using their Stanley first because my vote is Ryder I think he'll lose it in the next week, leave it at the gym or just stop caring about it. Whereas I will be a hydrated queen. Okay. For years to come. Anyway, shout out to all of our fellow Stanley drinkers. Cheers.
I think I'm drinking too much water. I'm feeling like dizzy off of it. No, like I went to the washroom and I'm embarrassed of how long I was in there because I came up being like, I only went number one. I'm just super hydrated. Yeah. Everyone's like, we didn't ask. But Ryder and I both finally have, we are in with the trends mm-hmm. and we both got a Stanley Tumbler. The 40 ounce big dog. 40 ounce. 780-784-7107. What's up? Hey, how's it going? Not bad, and you? Not too bad. I heard your conversation about that Stanley Tumbler. Yes. I have something better. What? The Brewmate Tumbler. B-R-U-M-A-T-E. I saw it on TikTok, and I'm sucked in. I bought it. Why is this one better than a Stanley? I, I saw a couple of TikToks, and this one girl has an original Stanley, the newer generation Stanley, and then she got a Brewmate Tumbler, and she showed us in her TikTok how a Stanley leaks and it tumbles over and, you know, the spillage, right? Nuh-uh, not with the Brewmate. You can flip it over and lock it and nothing spills from the straw. There's no leakage when it topples over. There ain't any of that. And as a mother, um, I'm sure you'd understand, um, Ryder, as a father, there's things falling over with a dog's tail. It tips over. Nuh-uh-uh, not with this bad boy. You are saving your water. You're saving your pennies on Still, and even better, it keeps it cold all day long. Okay, hold on a second. Wait do, a minute. Do you work for Brewmate? <laughs> you know what? I don't, but I should. You really should. That yeah. Was, I'm like sold. If I would have added music to that speech, you it would have been a commercial. I'm returning my Stanley and I'm getting a Brewmate. Well, this whatever is whatever she said. Yeah, this is my problem. I just now what? We I'm, just got sucked into this product. I've already is, spent sixty bucks on a tumbler. That's my like decade budget on tumblers. Yeah. The Rider and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. Play 107.